play all the words with the name of hello. Hello, hello. hello Welcome hello. back. Welcome back. It's here. It's happening. The 16th Matt Hoffman episode of Bad Vice. The 74th. And I think it's only probably like the fourth or fifth episode we've done this year. But after today, I want to crank them out. I do okay. want to have, you know, a bunch of bad ones in a row right, okay. right after. Happy Bladed. Thank it, you very much. It was your birthday yesterday. Yes, it, was. it was Bruce Springsteen's birthday two days ago. Yes, it was. The 23rd. I don't know who I like more. No, nor do I. <laughs> what about you, Robin? Oh, you know okay. what though? Bit of a chatty bitch though. Yeah. Uh, let's get right into it. Okay. Oh, men gon' lie, women gon' lie. You're looking for the truth and the numbers don't hide. Looking for the root of all evil, then you need to go open up the briefcase, see what you ask. Everybody claim to be great at spot times, but they never spend a day in the rain in front line. Oh yeah. Welcome back to Bad Advice, everybody. It's not my Screen Rant podcast. No, it's fucking Bad Advice. The original podcast. The original podcast. Joining me today, Matt Hoffman. What's up, man? Not too much. Very happy to be uh, in Canada out of quarantine. Yeah. You know, let's just get it out of the way just so we don't forget later. What is Bad Vice? Bad Vice is a podcast. There's like a man sawing outside, yes. but we're keeping the windows open because of COVID. Bad Vice is a podcast between Gorian, a man sawing outside, and sometimes a young woman named Robinu Heb. It's not what I heard. Oh. Hey. Classics. Classics. Um, yeah, we got a lot on the docket today, dude. So we read advice columns and then offer yeah. our own opinion. Yeah. A class a funny formula, might I say. A great mm. idea for a show. And today we have a whole bunch of things. We have we have bits, we have voice bits, we have failed bits, we have advice, we got lots of music. We even have selections from the lost episode <laughs> right gorian you know what i think those episodes are on like a hard drive that i just can't get onto anymore so they might really be lost now that's my but... expertise is like uh, accessing <sighs> tough hard drives you know what uh while i was setting up today some people called it and wished you a happy birthday oh yeah that's so yeah, nice yeah we, we should start with one i wonder if any of them were like celebrities or anything well you like star wars don't you of course Happy birthday, Matt. It's a trap. Oh, maybe it's not. Oh, Lando Calrissian. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he called in and was like, hey, listen, it's Matt's birthday today. We got a... It was like 1130 at night when they were calling in, and I was searching desperately, you know, but they all called in. We have a couple more later okay, on. Okay, that was the little bug guy from Star Wars. It's a trap. Yeah, that One guy. Yeah. Happy birthday, Matt. It's a trap. Oh, maybe it's not. We, 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 there's a whole year of musings we got, so true. let me just start off with a quick one. COVID lines that start around the corner from entrances, when you try and walk into an establishment and they stop you and they're like, you got to get in the line. And I'm looking around like, what fucking line are you talking about? Oh, it's like around the store behind a tree with like the, it's just like a group of six people standing there. And you're like, get a fucking sign. You're Metro. Like what? Yeah. The, when I go get my COVID test at the city MD and the one I go to New York, mm. they have the line outside, but it's like broken up into three sections. Oh my so God. So then someone stands in the back of the front section and they go, oh no, you got to go to that section. And then they go to the second section. Like, you got to go to the, you see two down, you see those people standing in line down that, down the block. That's the rest of the line. And it's just like two tourists, like looking at a map and you're like, yeah, yeah, that, that's where the line that's starts. The line, yeah. The fourth line's like for the suckers. That's where you send even more back, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's do some advice. I love it. Let me get one open. Okay. Oh, this one's. I have a whole. Oh, these are all fucking fantastic today, might I say. 
Um, I won't be the New York Times ones because maybe you brought some of those in. I did bring in one New York Times, but I can jump in with an E. Jean Carroll if you want. This one's good. This episode is dedicated to E. Jean Carroll. Don't dedicate. She died like four episodes ago. Die. She died recently. She didn't die at all. She got fired from Al. Oh, Vader died. That's what it was. (coughs) My wife was in a very stressful situation. My My wife. Borat two coming soon to theater to you. My wife was in a very stressful situation about a month ago when she was at a park in our hometown. After trying to balance a full-time job while caring for our three children for four months, she honestly just kind of lost it. She snapped. My wife is now the subject of a Karen video. Oh, no. <laughs> that made the rounds last month in our town. Luckily, it didn't spread beyond that. She was and is still horrified by her behavior. She is seeking counseling for both the snap and the underlying thoughts and attitudes that came out in the video. In the meantime, how do we get back to our normal lives? Many folk around town are understandably freezing us out, and some of my kids' friends' parents are refusing play dates. This is only adding to the loneliness and isolation our family had already been feeling because of the pandemic. I hate to see my kids suffering because of my wife's uns- my wife, my wife, unconscionable actions. Short of moving to a new town, what can we do to rebuild the relationships that used to keep us grounded in this awful time? So, if your wife, Karen, yeah, if your wife yelled the n-word at a group of people at the local park. It's going to be a little tough to come back from that. She was just busy with the kids this week, dude. Relax. Yeah. She had too much stress with those kids, and she had to take it out on uh, a certain community. I was trying to think if I could figure out which Karen video this was, but they said it didn't go viral. So I'm like, okay, we, they probably don't like... We need a local deep dive into yeah. the local Karen. Please let us know. So what do you do you think you would be able to stay with someone if they like had a snap like this? Like, What if he honestly didn't see it coming? Like, What if his wife was just like... Miss Goody Two Shoes, you know, we all gotta snap sometimes. Like it's fair, but it reveals the true self and no, it reveals it the truth. No, no, the snap. no, no, no. The snap reveals that we're all hiding that deep, dark part, and that we should never let it out. But you can snap at somebody without like reverting into racial slur. <laughs> okay, there was never, uh, there was some racial slurs. If it's Karen, it was probably like a black guy was walking in the park, <laughs> and she was like, "You can't walk near the trees." <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting counseling for that. Yeah, sorry. Hey, you know what? The fact that she's getting counseling is a pretty, pretty big fucking deal now. I just wish she was more specific about like what happened. Well, yeah. There's levels of Karen. You know, there's low Karen and high Karen. All it says is, and then there's Karen snapped. feeding. What if she like ate someone? That's how she snapped. Like, what if she really snapped? You know, and it's worse than we think it is. My wife ate one of the local children, and <laughs> after beating them to death, what? Do I stay with her? Uh, hmm. I think they should move. Yeah, there's yeah. or get like a new haircut, get a tan. Yeah, new disguise. Yeah. Do you what's the what's the male version of Karen's? The is it Kyle? Do they agree on that? It's the Johnson. <laughs> the Johnson. No, I can't made that up. I don't know if there is a male version of Karen. Uh, it's, it's flown out there. I think it's. I think the Karen thing is specifically. Like white women doing it, yeah. But there's a, like there's a specificity really... of of it, like racism on mm. being blanketed by like strict rule following. Yeah, like, and then, you know what I mean. It gets tied together, and then you find out they're like a, a counselor somewhere, or and like, it's, like it's only white women that would go up to someone and be like, "You're breaking the rules. Yeah, you're not allowed to bird watch here. Yeah, you're not allowed to have a barbecue a meter away from there." Um, hey, presumably your normal life was the We're one. We're trying to fish over here. Do I have one for that? Are you a simpleton? There you go. There you go. Um, Presumably your normal life was the one where your wife was trying to balance a full-time job while caring for your three children, a situation that so overwhelmed her that she snapped. So I don't think you should be too eager to return to it. One obvious change there might be for you to take on the greater portion of childcare for the foreseeable future. 
just dump all the kids on the husband that's the solution yeah maybe could you imagine if the husband snapped that would be 10 times worse dude that would be a lot worse more than that your normal life was also one where your wife apparently harbored certain vague thoughts and attitudes that horrify her that's nothing to want to hurry back to do they horrify you what have you to communicate to your kids be about this beyond simply something happened is horrifying, but we can't go into detail. You know, last week, Jonah was here and we were watching an episode of Malcolm in the Middle mm-hmm. and Lois snapped in the parking lot when someone like dinged her car when opening the door and it just went back and forth until she just like, you know, they like kamikaze each other with both of their cars and she was talking about how she snapped. She lost it. You know, she did, we went to a, a blind rage and we all get one. You know, that's the thing. There's a blind rage and then there's a blind racist rage and they're <laughs> uh. different. <laughs> yeah again if this is just like someone like being super rude i think that's fine but if it's something where it's like she dropped the end bomb then it's like okay this is a bit yeah. of a bigger issue all right yeah you got one you got a yeah musing? i brought in an eg i don't have a musing okay but i nothing's happened to you all year here's an here, okay here's a quick one then it's an app uh you you get a clip and you clip it to your zipper for your pants okay and the app registers through bluetooth that if the zipper falls three inches down or two inches down sends you a vibration that hey your zipper's down dude i like that yeah i really like that and we make the little clip a little bit extra heavy too so it naturally pulls the zipper down so people think it's a bigger problem than it actually is okay yeah there's our old sawing friend yeah again. you know yeah i know i think i think that's interesting there's nothing worse than you look down and you're like how long has this been? How long has this zipper been down? And why yeah. didn't anyone say anything? Do you do you like ever have a pair of pants that you really like, but the zipper's fucked on them? Like I have a pair of pants with the buttons, but like the middle button, the hole just gets fucked. So you always have that middle button pop open, and it just looks like you know the sarlacc pit is where your cock is. It's just like this big hole opening, you know, or it's just like it's like a welcome in. Yeah, you know? I used to have that issue with a couple pairs of pants, but I've since replaced them, and yeah. I'm now living a fantastic zipped life <laughs> i get someone to sew up my pants every day when i get into them for the oh, day i would you know i would have pants worked on you know like tears sewn buttons sewn but there's always so much you know after three rounds of sewing yeah. you got to get a new pair of pants and i'm usually like ah, fuck it, i'd rather spend like 60 bucks or 80 bucks and some new levi's and like trying to make them last another year mm-hmm. you know fast fashion is cool people remember that what is fast fashion it's like the big movement now where everyone's buying so many clothes and like so many clothes are just ending up in like landfills and stuff that you know people buy a lot of clothes i thrift a lot of my shit but they just throw them away yeah exactly like a lot of stuff from um h&m isn't meant to last more than like two to three years right so it just like disintegrates and then you just throw out shit a lot of the time yeah Good job, H&M. All right, hit me with this uh, classic. Okay, this is an E-Jean from the Archive 2011. It's got a great picture of E-Jean, which I will show you. Gorian. That's hot. Yeah. Current date? Pardon? Current date? This is 2011. Show me again. I, mean, I think I'm too far. No way. That's blurry. That's blurry as fuck, dude. What is it? So what? Makes her face look kind of smoother, you know? How okay. old is she? She's like 70, isn't she? Uh, something like that now. Yeah. Maybe late 60s. You know who's 75? Who? Vince McMahon, the guy that oh, runs the yeah. WWE. I haven't heard about him in a while. I messaged my friend that he's like, yeah, dude, last year a wrestler like headbutted Vince McMahon so hard his like skull just started bleeding. Did like, he like fight Donald Trump once? Or yeah, did I imagine that? Dude, I love it. Yeah, he was on. He, they fought. Like, who do you think is going to win this year? I have no fucking <laughs> Yeah, clue, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, the, the polls say Biden, but I'd have no fucking clue. 
The debates this week, is it not? The 28th of September? Saw a video where uh, Biden said 200 million people died from COVID. Well, you know, he's not so good with, like, <laughs> straight facts. But I think he understands the nuance. Yeah, deaths is the yeah, big thing. Yeah, people are dying. 200 million. <laughs> 200 million? All America is gone. It's gone. All right, all right. Hit me with I got to work on my Biden impression. It's going to be important. Who, who's playing Biden on SNL? Used to be Sudeikis, but I think it's someone else now. Oh, it's someone that lives in New York City. I remember reading about that because they were like, oh, Jason doesn't want to oh, fly in. Oh, is it Chloe in. Sevigny? Is that like a clone? Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, this E. Jean is called The Kinky Eroticism of the Older Woman. This sounds like my favorite um, series on unfortunate events books. Yes. A series of unfortunate events, colon. My kinky or the kinky eroticism of the older woman <laughs> and the Baudelaire orphans. And the one after that is the slippery slopes. The slippery slopes of the older woman. <laughs> Dear Eugene, I'm a 33-year-old guy facing a dilemma. I'm a musician and my ex-girlfriend, and also, I'm a fucking loser. also a musician, also a loser. We're losers. Wants to get back together. The problem is neither of us has a steady income. Hmm. <laughs> The problem is we both play bass. We're both on the road much of the year. Recently, I met an older woman who's wealthy and has houses in Connecticut and the Hamptons and an apartment in New York. The Hamptons. Connecticut and the Hamptons and an apartment in the city. Did she say she had cottages or houses there? No. Houses in Connecticut. You don't have Connecticut and the Hamptons. You have Connecticut or Or the the Hamptons. Hamptons. But she's got both. So So I assume this fucking bass player is out of her league a little bit. Yeah, but she's older and he's younger, and that makes him a little more appealing to her. She wears short he's shorts. Dumb. He wears t-shirts. She's she, cheer she captain. captain, and and I'm on the bleachers. Anyways, <laughs> recently I met an older woman who's wealthy and has houses in Connecticut and the Hamptons and an apartment in New York. She loves to travel, cook, go to the theater. She sounds like me, and. To do essentially, no, you sound like old women. Don't yeah, okay, flip okay. that this way. <laughs> she loves to travel, cook, go to the theater, and do essentially all the things I enjoy doing, despite the fact that she's old enough to be my mother. She's quite, a, she's quite attractive. We haven't had sex yet, though I wouldn't be opposed to it, since I believe we share a bond. Anyway, she's asked me to move in with her. Well, this is a lot. This guy is going to get, like, the female equivalent of Fifty Shades. Like, she's rich as fuck. They haven't fucked yet, but she wants him to move in. Like, this dude's going to become, like, cattle meat or it something. It gets even better. Oh. Anyway, she's asked me to, v- to move in with her. Right, we haven't got to the kinky stuff She has yet. a new car for me, along with many other amenities, okay. and says she'll purchase recording equipment and help promote my music. So, again, this is from... This is from E. Jean, so we have to assume that it's real, right? Yes, like, this all, is, of course it's real. So, so this is a classic sugar mama experience yeah. that's unfolding. But... There's a movie that keeps running through my mind. Oh, boy. Sunset Boulevard. Never seen it. It's amazing. I feel like a failure and a sellout, but am I really a gigolo? I truly do have feelings for the woman, but I'm not going to pretend that I'm in love with her. I think she understands the situation. As for my ex-girlfriend who wants to get back together, I like her, but I'm not in love with her either. I'm tired of living like a vagabond. If girls seeking security can hook up with rich elderly men... Why can't a young man do the same? Vagabond, I know Signed, that. That's Pulp Fiction. Not just a gigolo. <laughs> so this is uh, written in by Rob Schneider. This yes. is Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. This is Deuce Bigelow European gigolo. <laughs> Which is the only one that I've seen. I've never seen the first it's one. It's so good. They are... All I remember is in the Deuce Bigelow European gigolo. The opening sequence is like, he's leaving a mansion. And as he's like leaving the mansion, he says like... Thanks for last night to like nine people as he's walking. So he says it to like the car guy. He says it to like the door. Thanks for last night. Like, Thanks for last night. Like he's fucking everybody. Oh, there's a great scene in Male Gigolo where he goes to this woman's apartment. Very 
tall, large woman who wants to put wants him to be in a diaper or something. Oh yeah, and and, and, and he says like, oh, or maybe I'm confusing two of the I'm maybe. two together. But there's a great thing where he goes like, I think there's been a mistake, and then she says, did you say steak? I said no. I said mistake. And she goes, "Oh, you got me all excited." Jesus, that's Christ. one of my favorite lines. <laughs> There's that same movie it has the scene where they're all in like class and they all have like dick pumps and it's like a flashback and he like blows his cock off yes. by like that scared me. Scared me too. <laughs> and at like, the beginning of the class, it's like, "Well, today we are learning the Swedish <laughs> breakfast," and a guy like cracks an egg into a woman yes! with her legs spread open. Yes! I remember that! Uh, or Holy Something shit. like that. Something breakfast. And um, then, yeah, the penis pump. Scary. So we agree, then, that you would we would do this with this woman. Why not? See what... You can't lose anything. It's That's gonna, Look, thing. he finds her attractive. She yeah. wants to help his career. Yeah. She, she bought him a car. She's Recording got the Connecticut equipment. house and the Hamptons house. You should send pictures to your ex by accident. That's the move. I should or he should? He should. Oh, okay. Go to the Hamptons, you know. And it's just like him and like a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> oh, phase mirror. I wonder mm. how old she is. I wish she would say. So she, he said that old enough to be his mother and he's 30. So we can 33. guess that he's 65. Yeah. Something like that. It's not too bad. Maybe I, even 60. We'd fuck 60-year-olds. Well, remains to be seen. Um, what's my answer? Yeah. This is pre-Egene poll. There is no pre-Gene. Egene poll. This is pre-Gene. Egene says, R.I.P. Dude. Come on. Writing to one old broad, me, asking permission to boink another old broad, Miss nice. Sunset Boulevard, demonstrates such a lack of cojones, I fear Holy for your shit. life. Don't you know rich old ladies can chop you up and serve you for lunch at the Four Seasons? <gasps> I said that. Because if you think your East Coast millionaires were, uh, will understand the situation with you and your feelings... Please, she'll want her money's worth. I promise. And if you believe it's hard making it in the music business, wait till you see what you have to turn in. Wait till you see what you have to do to turn a dollar in the trophy boyfriend business. I like you, but can you guess whose side I'm on here? Right, Dame Boulevards. As Martin Amos Aren't they says, on the same side. I like that E. Jean's now going to quote Martin Amos. As Martin Amos says, nothing liberates women like money does. I salute her. She proves that any woman can have the body of a 33-year-old if she offers to buy his recording equipment first. But unless she has connections in the music business, unless her Hamptons house is next door to Lady Gaga's, or she's the mother of Little Richard, you'll have to count on your talent alone to get you where you want to go. And the sex? It's another matter entirely. Give her a whirl. No strings. An older woman can open doors and reveal carnal delights. You Did, never dreamed of. Weren't the words kinky in the title of this one? Nothing kinky happened. The eroticism is kinky. I don't know. I guess you're right. And then she I, says, I waited for like her to like fuck him or something like that. You know, like something. Tell tell its compliments of old E. Jean and spread him open for the pegging. <laughs> so that was the kinky part. She didn't say that. No, she didn't, she didn't say, say that. Get the fuck out of here. Um, do you want to do another caller? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. We have someone on the line. Oh dude, he's got a new movie coming out. Oh, Daniel Craig. Close. Okay. Okay, I'd just like to say uh, happy birthday, Matt Hoffman. Is that Woody Allen? I think it is. Oh, Rifkin's Festival. Rifkin's Festival. Give me that one more time. Okay, I'd just like to say uh, happy birthday, Matt Hoffman. (laughs) I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, but there's something a little off in that one. So I went to go... So this guy that we got... The, the celebrities are calling in. They're the same celebrities from the first batch. But the second batch that I did with you, I went back to that same guy. He's charging like 
five times the prices now. Really? He was charging like $35 and I paid like $11. Like that guy had some good impressions. That, some I, of those are really good. Yeah. I mean, they're just like upping their money now. The Honda commercial? Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a quick musing. Okay. Um, unicycle guys. You know when you're at an intersection, you just see a guy pull up on a unicycle and they get off and you're just like, what? what? In my high school, we had a kid that like unicycled to school and stuff. And it's just strange. Funny enough, like I used to not like unicycle guys, but now I respect them because everyone's just zooming around on like I had another one here was like Toronto is fucking full of grown adults on like motorized scooters, but not the bird variety. They're buying like those like two thousand dollar like, you know, adult size like, like a Vespa, like a razor scooter. Like I see like they have like a, a cycling helmet on and they get on these like it looks, it's like a bird scooter, but like a bit bigger, you know, it has mm-hmm. like thicker tires. But, like, everyone is riding these fucking motorized scooters in Toronto right now, dude. They are fucking everywhere. It's really annoying. People in New York ride those, like, wheels with two little step pad things on the side. And they just, like, lean forward and their wheel flies. Oh, my God, dude. We brought them in so many times. But, like, yeah, I just can't stand, like... And now unicycle guys, I respect them because at least they're pedaling. Like all these grown adults, I'm like, why can't you just buy a bike that costs the same amount of money as that motorized scooter? You could buy a beautiful bike for $2,000, $1,500, you know? And this is just like bullshit cheap, like the battery's going to die. Like you're not going to ride that fucking thing for more than like a summer, you know? Nah. Something kind of fun about the electric. Yeah, so, I know, but like, like I take the city bikes in New York. You know, where you pick up the bike wherever. Yeah, a, they, have e-bike one, they have some electric. Those are fucking ones. fun, though. Those are fantastic. Yeah, and you get some of the if you get lucky and you can find one of the electric ones. You zoom around the city, dude. I'm seeing men with briefcases on these motorized scooters, like little mo. They it's just yeah. Um, let me don't respect one. it. But uh, the unicycle guys can they get some speed on that thing? Or are you just kind of wobbling like all the way there? So like, what do you do? Lean forward and you just fly. You just like real pedal zoom it. Can you coast on a? No, you can't coast on a unicycle because the wheel is attached to the pedals. Like when you spin the pedals, the wheel always moves. So you always have to be moving your feet in like a circular motion, or else you can't stop. You know? Yeah, I guess so. So I guess they're just you can't ever like coast. You can't like. All right, we're going down a hill. Doesn't work like that. What happens? It just starts rolling. Your the feet pedals just, just start. <laughs> the pedals start going, and your feet are flying. Just strap in. I write short stories. Many of them are personal and based on real life experiences. Who is this from? You got to give some credit. This is from. I started writing them too, except for this one. I actually saw this. Is this New York Times? Um, I think so. Yeah. Oh yes, this is New York Times. Yeah. So we'll bring this one. This is one. This one's great though because it's. Basically, Robin. It's Robin. Right? Yeah, it's Robin. Say, yeah, let's do it. I write short stories. Many of them are personal and based on real life experiences. I've been publishing in literary journals for over a decade, confident that 99% of my acquaintances will never read a word. But now, a collection of my stories is being published as a book. The publisher has excerpted a revealing story about an ex on the book's webpage. This increases the chance that my ex and others will become aware of what I've written. Should I give the people involved a heads up? Signed, Anonymous. No. Depends if you use their real name or not. Yeah, but they probably didn't. And, you know, when you create something or yeah. write something, I mean, you're always drawing on life experiences and Ghostbusters all, happened to somebody, yeah. you know, and then they made that into a movie. Same with like No Country for Old Men and stuff. It's like everything's based off of something. Sure, but I mean like it, you know, you've seen the film I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. One of the things I love about this film is that he Charlie Kaufman sort of posits this idea that like we are made up of all the interactions we've had and the books yeah. we've read and the movies we've seen and the things we love and the cultural artifacts that we hold dear to us, like become a part of our being mm. to the point where sometimes we're even spe- like 
who has original thoughts because people are just regurgitating their own version of something they heard someone else say, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So I, I think, yeah, it's all, you know, when you're involved in someone's life and if they're a creative person, like it's all fodder yeah. for their creativity. I mean, plus all, you never know like what quiet motherfucker is just listening and then like is going to one day like boom, boom, boom. Oh my God. Like they were doing this the whole time, you know, like mm-hmm. no one suspected them or like, you know, but good for this person, you know, writing yeah. a book. We've all got stories. If I write a book, no one's safe. You know what? If only this person wrote about you and had a little Matt Hoffman story, you know, in this book. Yeah, I'd probably say really bad things. Congratulations on your book. If I understand correctly, you. you've been publici- you've been publishing fictionalized mem what the f- you've been publici- publishing fictionalized memoir for years and have no regrets about it. <laughs> what is it? The writer of the of, of the advice column is like, I've read your books. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I'm so uh, if you if you're like many writers, in fact, your work is urgent and important to you. So who cares if the book's web page makes it slightly more likely to be seen by those who've inspired you? Writing is your art. You're welcome to show advanced copies to anyone you like. But if you haven't for the last 10 years, why start now? Do you think Anna Wintour's former assistant gave her a heads up before she published The Devil Wears Parada? Did she? Did you say The Devil Wears Parada? The Devil Wears Parada. That's what it okay, says. They said Parada, like, like a Parada. 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 Piranhas. <laughs> That's true. I don't think Anna Winter was given much of a say, but I know she's friends with Meryl Streep, so... Well, what does that mean? I don't get that reference. Well, the the movie Devil Wears Prada, Meryl Streep plays a woman who runs a fashion magazine and who's, like, miserable to deal with, and the character is... It's based off a book that was written by someone oh, who used to be Anna Winter's right, assistant. Right, right, right. Anna Winter is... Because the book The Devil Wears Prada shows up in the movie The Devil's Wears Prada, right? No, The Devil Wears Prada is a book that was adapted into a film of the same name with the same story. Yeah. It's about a woman. Who I know. Worked, I know what it's about. Right, so Anna Winter's supposed, you know, supposed to be Anna Winter, who runs, who's the editor in chief of Vogue is supposed to be this Meryl Streep character. The book was written by someone who used to be Anna Winter's assistant. So the character was based on her before she published. Oh, well, you know what? They can't be all winners, you know? No, they can't. But I love Meryl Streep in the Devil Wears Prada. I like the guy from Entourage in the Devil Wars. He's the villain of the film. She's not the villain. He's the villain. How is he a villain? Because he just is always trying to stop Andy from doing what she wants to do and progressing in her job. He always wants to hold her back. Yeah, be a and he gives her bum. all this shit that like, yeah, he's a bum. You're not home. Mm. As a teen, TikTok creates stress in my Florals life. Florals for spring? Groundbreaking. Sorry, is there God. a part in that where it's like, <laughs> I want the next Harry Potter book. It's like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? My little... My twins are going to be on the train at 7 o'clock tonight. I expect you to get them the latest copy of The Deathly Hallows Part 1. Like, how much better would it have been if she just wrote fake books for them to read in the same amount of time? Be great. <laughs> My twins need Fifty Shades of Grey, and they need it by 6 p.m. so they can darker. masturbate on the train. As a teen, TikTok creates stress in my life. When I hang out with friends, they often ask if I want to make a TikTok with them. I never suggest it, but it nearly always comes up. I want to be nice and say yes, but then I worry that other friends will see the clip and feel excluded that they weren't part of it. At times, TikToks have made me feel separate from my friends, and I don't want to make anyone feel, anyone else feel that. How can I be polite and still respect my friends' feelings? Signed, M. Listen, M, sometimes you just gotta buck up and, like, learn the fucking TikTok dance and do the little TikTok dance. Well, no, because no, it, so- it sounded like that at first they didn't want to do it, but they said that I worry that other friends will see the clip and feel excluded that they weren't part of it. So they must have some, like, loser friends that don't do TikToks. Like a bunch of fucking stupid losers. Yeah, but you're recording those TikToks in portrait mode, and there's only so many people you can fit into a TikTok. Is it banned yet? Apparently not. Why can't they ban, like, Facebook and Twitter, but they're allowed to ban, like, TikTok? 
They should ban Facebook and Twitter right, and Instagram. It should all be banned. Yeah, they're all taking the same information. It's like, who, and also WeChat. It's like, you know how many immigrants use WeChat to talk to each other? That I don't get. Well, especially the WeChat thing is because in China, I mean, it's the, it's one of the few yeah. ways you can message people without being monitored. Yeah. So, and it's, I mean, it, I, it's a, it creates such an issue if they're going to ban WeChat in the U.S. because there are all these people who live in the U.S. who are trying to communicate with their families in China. Yeah. And it, like, you know, it's a big fucking problem. Did you make videos when you were a kid like in classes and stuff or like for projects or would you be like in other people's videos and whatnot we made, we, we did videos love, for, love a good video in yeah, class in grade 10 we did um, shakespeare assignments yeah yeah we did make a, 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 the trial of macbeth <laughs> i did um the sock puppets of macbeth and i did like yeah. a whole sock puppet thing i played lady macbeth i played macbeth i played witch number two <laughs> you played you played lady macbeth and macbeth yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the lines of the witches? What, what's the one of them? It's like a... Uh, double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Um, liver of the blossoming Jew, slips, <laughs> something, slips of you, tongue of tongue of newt and toe of frog, wing of bat and tongue of dog. Oh, God. Did you ever do um, drama in high school? Like any plays? Yes. So um, I went to a high school that had like an arts program, right. which I was not in. So they had but their... It, so it wasn't all arts program. It was like a high school. Also, you can do like extra classes and shit. Right. You yeah. could audition for their arts program. It was a public school, but they had this arts program Would that other you could audition to. Would other kids come to your school just for those programs? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which so, was like any specific... Like was it like a, just drama or was it like football or some shit or... It was like an arts... Just, they called it arts... Maybe Arts West because the school was Westmount. They should encourage more engineers. They should. But anyway, so they had their plays and they did their whatever. Yeah. But then people who weren't in that program could take a regular drama class. So I did that and like we did like Brecht's the Caucasian chalk circle. Oh. Hey. Oh. Yeah. It was fun. Did you do them in front of like the whole school and stuff on like the the nights and whatnot not the whole school but we got some or whoever, people, whoever yeah, showed up yeah and we, we did like a matinee show where classes yeah. a couple classes came i loved um same thing with like band class because we would do shows and like one of the best things was like when you weren't playing because you would have like grades 9 10 11 12 or like 9 10 11 12 or two separate bands and when you're like not watching you're just sitting up in the rafters just like fucking with your friends like punching them trying to make them like make sounds and stuff like that like it's great i loved it i love doing those plays but i was always afraid that i was get i had this terrible fear of missing my cue like all my scene would come up and i'd, I'd be in the bathroom or something dude the very first band thing ever grade nine we're doing a christmas concert and we're gonna play the star wars theme and i'm sitting with my good friend jonah and nicola and i play trumpet he plays french horn nicola plays baritone and there's a four count. You guys are like the E Street Band. <laughs> um, Clint Eastwood's movie was uh, pushed back a year. Guys and Dolls? I didn't know he was doing Guys and Dolls, but um, <laughs> I can't wait. You can't I'm like, wait Clint now. Eastwood is making another movie at like 98, <laughs> but okay. I watched, speaking of Clint Eastwood, I recently watched Richard Jewell again. Have you seen it? You saw that again? Yeah, it's on. they put it on HBO Max. Did so you, I watched what was the last time you watched it? Like in theaters? or In the theater, oh, okay. yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's so fucking good. So we're at the Jeez. band concert. First, first song of our fucking Please, high Mr. school. President, <laughs> Please, pardon my son. Pick up the phone and uh, just say like you're uh, calling it in. What a fucking idiot. Um, at the concert, we're doing Star Wars. Four count. Jonah comes in one count early. So it's dead silent. Like it's one little fucking French horn. Like what? A, I, I like would, that. You can add a single note to the beginning. Ever since then, I've always not played the first note at every concert. So I just in case that happens, I skip the first note. Interesting. <laughs> I love that. Maybe it's why we didn't win. Um, 
M, you sound like an exceedingly kind person. It's not always the case that someone takes a hurtful experience, say being excluded from friends' TikToks, and resolves not to hurt others the same way. Wait a second. Have you ever been in a TikTok? Just the one that um, Caitlin and Lauren made that one time. Right. But they end up getting like fucking 2 million views or whatever. But like, I don't know. I, I, don't, like how, I don't like how many are like going on to um, Instagram now. It just fills up the uh, whole. Uh, and then like the comments are just like all bots and stuff. It's very strange. I actually don't <laughs> mind when the TikToks go on Instagram because I don't have TikTok. So if I get, you know, I'll see them there if they're if there's something special. Yeah. But then you click on them and it's like you expect like some sort of originality. And it's just like someone dubbing over like a scene where someone's like, Damn, girl, are those fat jeans? Didn't think you could wear the. Ah! It's just like, what the fuck does any of this mean? Just like, like, I have no attention span. Zero. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, I have not seen like one creative use of TikToks outside of like when people get like one trend of like one of the weird effects going or something like that. You laugh the first time, then everyone's doing like the same. You know who died recently? Long Cat. Long cat, dude. There's long. Remember cat. long cat, the meme. It was a cat that was been alive for 18 years. It was one of the original memes on like 4chan. Long cat, super long cat, and people would like cut it up into like multiple images, like the longest cat possible. I kind of, kind of know. There, these OG memes are starting to die now, and okay. all we have are these like. I remember I was on a, I was I was making a another playlist for us, right? Because we watch those YouTube videos and make playlists for us. Mm-hmm. I was on some like you know Kino thread, and everything was just like those weird esoteric like surrealist millennial memes where it's just like super loud sounds and effects and then like a Guy Fieri thing but not even like a creative way it's just like it makes zero sense and like they're eating it up dude yeah, but we do love some Guy Fieri but when content. it's like well done though like with that great Wendy Williams video come on go yeah. over here um, damn right how about another caller sure who do we have oh you know what I don't even have to tell you because so many of these people announce who they are while they're oh, talking great. to us I yeah. love people who do that Hey, uh, Matt, it's uh, Harrison Ford here. I just want to say many happy returns for the day. That was pretty good, actually. That was probably the best one I've heard, yeah. Hey, uh, Matt, it's uh, Harrison Ford here. I just want to say many happy returns for the day. I like, I like many, many happy returns. I just said, hey, just say happy birthday, Matt Hoffman. And he's doing all these little... But Harrison Ford would say that many, many happy, happy returns. returns. I got to start saying that now. What does that mean? Um, are we doing on time? Yeah, we're good. I can do another one. Uh, I, I can do another Eugene too from the archive. Let me just knock out a quick one. Sure. Because there's some. Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> Let me do a real quick one. Do one. Do one. It's in the same Eugene. <laughs> when to reveal your age, dear Eugene? Is it rude to ask a woman's age? Most people assume I'm in my twenties. I just turned thirty. A know-it-all at work keeps asking me flat out, how old are you? Does he need an etiquette lesson, or should I be less sensitive? That's really fucking annoying when someone's like, when you like withhold something and like someone makes it their fucking mission to find out something, and then all, and then you're like, yeah, this is just gonna, you're never gonna know now, because like I'm gonna try and make this, you know, you not know this for as long as possible. There are a couple things, and I get it. You know, the age thing I don't get necessarily, but I was just like raised not to talk money all the time like i don't yeah. i don't really ask people like what what's your rent well i don't know i, I think that i, mean, I like, do sometimes like if you're looking and you know i think there's a fine line between like asking someone something super personal and asking something that's like contextually relevant where it's like how much do you pay for rent in the city how much do you pay rent for like your place in that area you're living in versus like how old are you no no no. how old are you what size shoes do you wear i mean i don't know with the rent thing it's like i you know my rent's not 
cheap. Yeah, but you live in New York. Like, sure, sure. Toronto but even in New York, people are like, like some if I have someone over and they're like, oh, how much is your rent? And I give them, you know, I say it's around yeah, X amount. Some, you know, it's around this. Yeah. And then sometimes they go, you know, they could they keep asking. And someone was like, oh, do you think it's? She said. Just lie. She to said, yeah, do you fuck. think it's gauche? Like, do you think it's like in, in poor taste that I'm asking you? Like, no, I just like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't ask you what you make an hour at your job, you know? Speaking of which, you got a, a present heading your way to your apartment. I have a president heading my way? Present. Oh, I ordered it last better. night. Uh, I told the man to delay it. Perfect. I hope he does. Seven American dollars, including shipping. It was going to be like fucking 35 to ship it here. Insane. Is it because the UPS is just fucked over there right now? Everything's fucked. Like the even like the American shipping for some of these things was like insane for something that's just like a piece of paper that you're shipping. You what know? is it from uh, AliExpress? Alibaba no, Express? No, or no, no. It was on eBay.com. All right. Okay. I hope it's signed OJ Simpson popcorn box. Did we read the answer? No, I didn't read the answer. Okay. So what do you think? Like, is it? Uh, I, I definitely think that like. Again, it's all contextual, right? Like, this guy's clearly just doing it to, like, annoy her and egg her on versus, like, you having some fucking relevant use for the knowledge. Even if it's, like... Because even... The, I remember, like, on sets or something like that. Like, you'd like, talk to people. And it's like, ah... Eventually, her age would pop up or something like that. And there'd always be people that, like, wouldn't fucking say it, like, normally. Like, not just, like, adding it in. So, I'm like, yeah, you don't, like... I wouldn't ask that person after. We're like, oh, I'm 25. How old are you? Oh, I'm 30. You know, the person that didn't reply, I'm not going to be like, so, Shelly, like, how fucking old are you? Because it's, like, obvious that they don't want to say it, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I'm really bad at, like, guessing what people's ages oh, are. Oh, dude, all the so fucking bad. time. Like, sometimes I'll meet someone and I'll just assume they're so much older than me. And then I find out they're, like, yeah. three years younger. It's like, it's just, it's, it's a game changer. It, it also fucks with us, too, because we're getting older. So, like, our perception's kind of changing right. along with it. So, it's even right. getting, like, harder and harder to be like, well, you kind of look my age, but like, fuck, I'm two years older than I used to think I am. Like, you're 26, like, right? Just think about it this way. Like, when you were younger, when you would go to a restaurant and have a waitress or a waiter, they were always older than you. And now, yeah. it's like someone asked to see my ID, and the person who's asking to see my ID is younger than yeah. I am. You know, it throws you off. There's a guy, LCBO, when I turned 19. He was 18, working there. And I'm like, man, I'd be thirsty if I were you. And then I was out, like, uh, it's, I don't want to get into it, but I was with, like, my parents out for dinner once. And there was like a cute waitress who like asked to see my ID and then like mentioned that she was like, she's like, oh, I'm like, you're exactly like a year older than me. And I was like, and then it's like, oh, no, now I have to now. Now I feel, you know, now you, I feel like you, I'm you on display and back I have, yeah, a little bit. Now I have to like really want, like really make sure I'm look like just looking my best and I'm manners my best. And speaking of which, some people have musing. Yeah, I should. Let me read the answer because it's really yeah, short. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really short. <laughs> It is uncouth to ask a lady her age. However, it is customary for a woman to reply with is as couth another word for uncouth. It's it's the same thing as me saying like I know what it means. Is it uncouth joke. to ask a lady her age? However, it is customary for a woman to reply with as much seriousness as possible. My age? It's in the same range as the number of hairs on your bald spot. Low twenties. Pussy Jean's sassy response. No other advice columnist writes answers like that, but she, Al's going to fire her. I hope she's doing well. I really hope she is. You know what? Though? I can see why they fired her. Like, her answers were getting so lengthy by the end of it. It was like, like, it was like three pages, you know? No, but, but I mean, were they? Because, you know, this I'm looking in this archive now, and it's just scanned pages from from Al. And, like, it looks like she was given a two-page spread for like each week. Like a E.G. not of L. 
How about that for a Weird Al parody song? Like a bat out of hell? Like E. Jean out of L. And another thing I admire is like they tried to use a different picture of E. Jean on everyone. So like a few, a couple oh weeks before God. what I read, it's the same photo, but in black and white. Put your phone down. Tell me your musing. My musing is, and I, I don't even know because maybe I don't know if you fall into this category, but people have really bad manners. Go on. When is... Like, if I go out for dinner with a friend, yeah. and I'm 26, and that friend is 26... You're going to tell me some shit that's just going to frustrate me because it's, like, the most normal shit that, like, people should do, and you'll be like, my friend, you know, Sam, like, took a spoonful of my soup. I'll be like, what? Who the fuck are these people you're no, hanging out with? It's a two-pronged music. <laughs> Sorry, the first continue, prong is, you know, what things are considered to be bad manners or whatever, but the second prong is, at what point, if there is a point... Do, do I say to another, you know, especially if it's I'm going out for dinner with another male friend, like, is there a reason or a calling for me to say, like, hey, like, just a heads up, like, I know you're going on like a lot of dates right now and everything, and like, you have really bad manners, and maybe <laughs> just you, give him a heads up. Well, it's just like maybe, maybe you have no idea. You have no, this person has no self awareness of the fact that they have no manners, and it's like you're going out with people, and people yeah. are going to notice this. I mean, the difference with us, though, is that like we're aware that we don't have manners, but we're also aware that we don't I mean, have I, manners in certain situations. Like we can turn it on and off versus like there's some people where you're like, hey, you should probably know this about yourself. Yeah, versus but like, like you and I know everything about ourselves. Sure. Dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I do because I go to many years of therapy and uh, and you I'm do just for, a regular person that can sure, think for myself. Sure. To a degree. Yeah. But, you know, is at what point do you say something? You know, it's like maybe, you know, your parents didn't raise this raised them to have manners and it's an important thing if you're going to be going out for business lunch or dates yeah. to, to be able to have table manners and table manners especially to be able to sit down at a table and behave does this friend have like a job or like a you know a substantial job or like a livable job sure livable job is like a career example. in their field or something or i'm not sure i'll give you an example so so we went to this restaurant and they ordered the tasting menu which is essentially you don't a little bit of everything first of all it's like if you are slightly picky don't order the fucking tasting menu well let's just say first of all at adults that are picky are kind of insane like i don't think you should be picky as an adult unless you're allergic to the food i and agree I, with you and i'm not talking about like i mean like if there's eggplant just don't eat the fucking eggplant right like don't make a big fucking thing about it you know i mean there are a couple like foods that i don't get all the jazz about but there's not anything i'm not going to eat if someone puts it in front of me it's like here's what i'm serving you dude like i'll eat fucking anything i love trying like all different cultures foods and like you oh, know yeah for sure like you ever fucking uh ethiopian yeah, food with a little little wrappy thing the huge just, wrap and it's just like 13 different like dips and stuff and you like just that scoop it up delicious could you imagine going <laughs> I can't imagine because I've gone on dates with 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 women who have said I only eat pepperoni pizza and yeah. butter chicken and then like you know it's that's all you got those are your options for every date so I'll give you an example <laughs> yes, of like please. I went I I have a certain friend that I go for dinner with once every four months and every yeah. every time I say never again because the person is either is this the Trump hat guy no oh because yeah, the person, you, I love that guy you always yeah, get lunch a with him. um because this person is either a always late or b has such bad manners that it like makes me uncomfortable and I don't want to be seen I, with it. I don't get people that after the first time they fuck with you like being like super late on something like people I, people told me that people have been late to things for like an hour or two and I'm like what? Yeah like five minutes is five minutes but if you're going to be 20 minutes late to meet me every time we go out and oh like, sleeping yeah. what? Yeah there's always an excuse yeah and, 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 and the like just say 
I was late. I apologize. Yeah. I'll try to do hey, better. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. late. Yeah. Don't give me the don't give me the five paragraph explanation because it well, means nothing to me. My socks were in the dryer and have any more clean socks. I got nervous. I was gonna leave the house, but I didn't think my shirt matched. I had to change the whole. Like I don't give a fuck. Oh, that's even that's when you slap. But it on I'll the give side you the I'll give you the head. example of the specific thing that happened at this meal that I wanted to crawl up inside my body and die. Mm-hmm. So I you know wasn't that hungry. I looked at the menu. I said all oh, this and this. This person said all of the tasting menu. Not a person that eats everything, yeah. but okay. So the waitress... The smorgasbord, yeah, please. The waitress comes <laughs> and, and puts in front of him something that's in a broth. Ooh. So the second... Ooh, really like a little cow tongue or maybe just like... Less ex- far less adventurous oh, than that. Even, it's, just, it's, it's just like tofu. It's and like like an, a, yeah, it's like an Asian broth <laughs> and with like a couple noodles, maybe like some tofu in it. Yeah. Yeah. So the second the waitress, the bottom of the bowl touches the table. No way. While the wa- before the waitress has even fully no retracted way. his hand. No fucking way. His head goes 90 degrees straight down into the soup so he can go <laughs> and take a nice smell of that. Stop! Because apparently the stop, smell stop, of the stop, soup. Stop, stop, the stop, smell stop, of the stop, soup. Stop, stop, dude, stop. There's no way this is fucking real. Her hand was not fully retracted. Like her hand Smelling was still it. at the table. And his head goes like straight like, like this. Straight, straight. Did you meet this friend in remedial class? I may as well have. <laughs> straight down into the soup. And in my head, I'm like, why are the, why are the smells of things going to determine whether or not you're going to like them or eat them? Like, just fucking taste it. Who gives a fuck what it smells like? It's here's, not perfume. Here's my thing, though. I do have a couple friends that are, they're not like, they're not intentional about this stuff, though. Like, they're just like genuinely like. Oh, I can't wait to smell the fucking food, you yeah, know? Can you not wait until the waitress has retracted her hand and walked away from the table before you shoot your head into the bowl? Depends. I, I, I honestly His think... Head almost hit her hand. Is he harmless? Like, is he, like, a, such a nerdy, like, kind of silly... Or is he kind of just, like, hopeless? Because I do know some people that are, like, a little bit, like, goofy like that, you know? Where it's like, ah, it's just fucking... It's just, you know, them being them. I don't know. I think it's just a genuine lack of self-awareness. Yeah. Like, just, like, it doesn't you even You can tell. Go, like, you yeah, can, if the fact that you, like... It doesn't even go through yeah, their head that there's something, that's like, insane. slightly fucking insane about that. One time... And I'm sitting there, and I, I have... I will pride myself on the fact that I have great fucking table yeah. manners because my mom was super strict about it. Oh, dude. One time um, I was in New York City like two years ago getting pizza with Caitlin and Sharice. And after we got the pizza, it was like the best fucking pizza of my life. Caitlin was like, Goran, the way you ate that pizza was like the grossest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I was like, fucking, uh, you know, I was like, I was like, well, the pizza was delicious. But I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck did you tell me? Yeah, but- like, bitch, keep your fucking mouth shut. You know, are, th- that being said, there are a few like judgment free food zones. Like I've never <laughs> been to one of those like seafood places where they like, you know, you eat they, off the table. Yeah, where it's, it's like it's, it's in fucking a plastic awesome. bag. Yeah, I've, the been I've never been, but like if I were to go, you know, I drink everything's bag, allowed. Dude. Yeah, I, I, every- I tip the bag. Well, that's disgusting. No, dude, have you ever been to like a? Well, first of all, immigrants fucking love just like gnawing on bones and shit like that. Well, my dad in Florida and I used to go to this great great place called the rustic inn which is like mm. gar- garlic crabs and they, they put they bring you the crabs in baskets He's and like you have sucking the sauce and you have the, out you of have the wooden mallet and <laughs> you're smashing you yeah. yeah and like that's one of those meals where in my head i'm like okay like yeah. i will drop my manners because you have yeah. to be fucking like gross to fucking eat this ribs so, wings sure. it's all the ribs, same wings, yeah. it's fine but soup though <laughs> soup and then like here's another another like amusing same thing wait wait how was the rest of the meal was he smelling like all the other things yeah it was, was like smelling this was like how'd want a fork of this like i don't like this and it wouldn't finish like why did you no, order the fucking tasting no menu if you way. don't if if you want to order the tasting menu you need to look at the entire menu and say i would eat anything on this menu <laughs> yeah, and then you can order yeah, the tasting like menu a little bit of 
everything. You can look at the menu and be like, I would eat half of this. I'm going to take a gamble and order the tasting menu. He's probably like, you know what? There's probably something in here that I might like. That's a better chance than me just guessing and, and like, getting was, it wrong. And there was, but such a waste of food. And oh, it was yeah. also an insane amount of food. Like, oh, I ordered really? two, di- two like, full-size, like, what, two um, dishes. It was kind of, like, tapas size. Yeah, it was an ethnicity, big, like, restaurant. Uh, Japanese, but not sushi and not ramen. Right, and, like, right. Not tapanyaki, like, not that kind of thing. Just, like, home-style Japanese mm. cooking. And the the, the the size, por- the portions are, like, smaller than full plates, but bigger than tapas. Yeah. And this guy, and this chef's menu, he got, like, six, six things. A ton of food. What'd you get? I got... This omelet with spam in it. Oh, dude, that's uh, spam is like fucking delicious. Delicious. Dude. We used to eat spam, but like it was like a different brand name or something like yeah. that. It's great. And in Asian cuisine, it's cooked and it's yeah, you, you know, fry. Yeah, the, the Hawaiians put in like a fucking delicious sandwich. Like the one with like the it's like onigiri or whatever, or like sushi, and mm-hmm. they put like a piece out. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. And then I had this like udon dish. Yeah, big noodle, big noodle, big noodle. Very good. It was great. It was almost too much food for me. Um. You want to do one more and then we'll take a little break? Yes, but also, is being too early just as bad as being late? I don't think so. Being too early is like a personal choice because I show up early to things just because I don't like being late. So I'd rather be, again, like, I'll always be a little bit early because like when you're late, it's just like, really, dude? You're right, really but I fucking... told you today that I was coming over here at three o'clock. Yeah. I probably came up at about 10 to three. I was checking the time. I've, I sat in my car for 15 minutes when I got here and like I, I went over my questions, made sure I was prepared, you know, sent some yeah. texts because I didn't want to show up 30 minutes before I said oh, I was yeah, going yeah, to. I know what you mean. It's like the same kind of thing with this dinner. This person who's always late, you know, we had the plan to have dinner at eight. And then when you text me at 630 and say, hey, I'm 15 minutes away, it's like, that's just as bad yeah. as even because the restaurant was close to my apartment. I can get there in five minutes, yeah. but it's just as bad. Yeah. Especially- I ate a late lunch so we could have the eight o'clock dinner. Now you want to have yeah. an early dinner. I had the late lunch. Especially when it's like, again, any any sort of deviation from the plan is always just like frowned upon because it's like you better have a good reason. Yeah, you got like, fifteen minutes. You at the end of the day, you got fifteen minutes of wiggle room on either side, and yeah. you better use it wisely. Not the therapist. I recently reconnected with a person from my past who I am now developing a major crush. The feeling is mutual, which is great. But the other day, we discovered that we share a much loved therapist. But we, the, we've had similar questions about yeah. like multiple people seeing the same therapist. I've always wanted to date an evolved person who goes to a therapist. So do I. <laughs> Just not mine. So do I. I also get the sense that neither of us want to find a new therapist. Help signed anonymous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of fun. If the therapist is a good therapist, yeah, there should be this any is sort not of, an issue. Yeah, again, I, I, I do think, though, that it's like it. it it's kind of weird to like just be like hey here's everything about my so and then like the other person would have that knowledge like you can't but there's a difference between this like oh it's coincidental we've met we're seeing the same therapist yeah. versus like we've done other questions where it's like he started seeing my therapist mm-hmm. you know this you remember in the sopranos because i know the entire listening mm-hmm. audience has seen it tony starts dating the women the, this woman he meets in the waiting room yeah. for dr melfi hot and, yeah and dr actually the actress was whose name I'm just blanking was one of the women who was raped by Harvey Weinstein. No fucking yes. way. Annabella Sciorra, Annabella Sciorra or something like that. Anyway, so especially because what's his face had the fucking call with him too. Mm-hmm. And Tony's going to beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait, who did um, Tony Soprano? What's his name? Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. Tony. James Gandolfini spoke to Harvey Weinstein on the phone and said he was going to beat the fuck out of him. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'll show you, I'll show you the clip later. Yeah. Great story though. But anyway, so Tony meets this woman and like, 
he tells Dr. Malfi about it right away. And Dr. Malfi knows that like this woman yeah. has like yeah. major suicidal drug, like major issues. Right. And then she doesn't say a word about it to Tony. And then, and then this sort of escalates to the fact yeah. where like a season later, this woman kills herself and Tony finds out weeks later and then shows up at Dr. Melfi's office and is like, what the fuck didn't you tell yeah. me? She's like, I'm a, she's like, I'm a good therapist, baby. It's not your fucking business. That's true. Yeah. I do think that. I, I just do think that it's like, again, it's such a personal thing that it's like, if you do found, if you find out something like that, it's like, it would take a little bit getting used to to be like, okay, like, you know so much about me. And then so much about what I don't even know about myself through what he's saying about right. me. So it's like, you know, I look at it's a little strange. And one but. of the things about being in therapy, and I can speak to this as someone who's been seeing the yeah. same therapist for many years, is that, you know, you talk a lot about the people in your life to your mm-hmm. therapist. And it's they sort of, in a sense, become characters where you dictate what the therapist understands about that person. Mm-hmm. Because I might have, you know, mentioned you to my therapist. Right. Many times over five or six years. She's like, what's his name? What's yeah, his number? Where does he live? So when I mentioned Josh or I mentioned, uh, you know, a yeah. person, they know who I'm talking about. But 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 then to have them become a real person for that therapist, yeah. that changes everything. Because all of a sudden they're you know, hearing what you're saying about the person, but also knowing the person. So like my therapist is very into the arts. And Mm -hmm. when I was in Toronto, occasionally I would see my therapist like at a movie or at the theater. And then like, I would be with somebody and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, he's seeing the per he's seeing someone that I've spoken to to him about. And all of a sudden it's like this character who, you know, as far as they're concerned, the people you're talking about could not, could they couldn't even, maybe they don't exist, you know, but it's about them the characters becoming real people. So remember the episode of Curb Enthusiasm where Larry's talking to his uh, therapist in line and he charges him for it. That's not the Brian Cranston therapist, is it? I don't think. Oh, is that the episode? Or was no, it a doctor I think it was that a different... he was talking to? In yeah, line? yeah, it was something. It, it was like a medical health thing, and he just like charges him. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, we agree that like you can get along with this, the same therapist perfectly fine. Yes. Yeah. But I would never like the, the appropriate thing to do when trying to if you know. Once again, this is different because they were both seeing the therapist beforehand. Yeah. But like, you know, you wouldn't say to someone, hey, can you recommend your therapist to me? You would say, hey, can you ask your therapist if they have someone to recommend? Much like the Sopranos right. when Meadow gets a therapist. Right. So yeah. if a friend of mine like asked me for a therapist recommendation, yeah. I would not give them my therapist yeah. information. But I would say to my selfish. therapist, yeah. I would say to my therapist, a friend of mine is looking for someone. Do you have a colleague you can recommend? And he's like, Easy yeah, I can use a few more bucks, you know? Yeah, could you imagine? Remember the scene in Freaky Friday when they switch bodies and <laughs> she's just talking to people and she's just like sketching I love so-and-so in her fucking notebook over and over again. And I, th- I forget what the phrase was, but it's like, just keep asking them, how does that make you feel? It's like the therapist puts on a different wig and it's like, hello, I'm Dr. Jones. I'm here for my new patient. It's like, oh, right, let me familiar. Let me read the answer to this yes. and then we'll take a little break. So I don't know. Depends on the therapist is yeah. my answer. And if they are like a licensed therapist, they should be professional. Crushes are mostly fantasy and fun, but there's a long road between a crush, however major, and a relationship that's likely to cause your therapist ethical problems or you and your friend discomfort. For now, just enjoy getting to know each other again. Sure, tell your therapist about the crush, but why borrow trouble? If this spark of interest develops into a romance, or if you, your friend, or the therapist feel uncomfortable, your therapist can help one or both of you find new therapists. Your focus on therapy, Mm -hmm. though, instead of the relationship suggests this may be a ways off. Not bad. Okay. But before we take a break, I want to circle back to my musing yeah. because I didn't get a direct answer from you. And I am positing it as the a soup question. It did sound like it smelled good. I, I don't know. But my, my question <laughs> of it is, is, is there a point of no return? Can you, can you 
develop manners. If some, no, even with the manners, like if you know someone who lacks self-awareness, can you give them self-awareness or you have to let them fail for themselves and figure it out? Well, that's a big question. Like if you have someone who's describing to you like all these first dates they're going on, yeah. like, you go on a lot of first yeah. dates. Maybe you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Maybe it's not always them. Maybe you're, you know, at what point can you say, hey, maybe you're doing something wrong and you need to make a couple changes to your approach mm -hmm. and how you act around other people and maybe that'll change things for you. It's like, what, as you know a friend, what? do you say these things to someone else? I have less concern about saying this to a friend and more just like adults that like I'm involved with like, you know, like a job or just like higher up shit or stuff like that. It's like so many people, I'm just, I just want to like, Slap him upside the fucking right. head. You it's know? almost like it's more understanding and okay for a 25 year old to be incompetent. But then when you come across like a 45 year old who's a fucking yeah. idiot and then is incompetent, it's like, Jesus Christ, you've been doing 45 fucking years of this yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, who hired you? Why? All right. of this bullshit. All right, let's take a little break. Okay. Put, put, play something. What's my name? Dunkachino! Dunkachino! What is your news? My news is well, I am known as the show's. Jewish correspondent. Are you? Yes. Okay. And I have spit in a tube once for Ancestry and they give you your DNA results. Oh, really? I got an email from Ancestry and it said, we've updated your results. <laughs> Even more Jewish. The announcement that I'm here to make today. No way. Is you, that. Okay. Matthew, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. I'm guessing that you're either. Oh, you are either more, more Jewish than you thought. Or. You're about to tell me that you're like a quarter black. That's what I think is about to happen. Matthew J. Hoffman. Your mom fucked a black guy. With the looks of the Aryan youth. <laughs> Blonde. Is more Jewish yeah, than ever right. before. Holy shit, I'm gonna come. Damn right, Howie. So, when my last spit test came in. Wait, so they email you when, like, they have. A, what are they doing? They're doing new more science. Tests? Because they have more DNA tests in. When you have more DNA tests in, more science. But they're okay? retesting the old samples? No, no. It's just the, the DNA itself is the DNA. So it just cross references with all this new stuff. And so they just add, like, a new mod. It's like, oh, by yeah. the way, now I can say this about you. Now we're. It's like, now we're. Now we're five percent more specific. Anyways, yeah. my old my old test said I was seventy five percent European Jewish. Mm -hmm. My new test says what's the name for that again? Um, Ashkenazi. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. My new result is Matthew J Hoffman is seventy nine percent European Jewish. From up from what, like seventy five? Yes. Four ah, percent. I can tell. I, can I am four percent yeah. more Jewish today yeah. than I was before. I knew we've something got, was off about you. I, got, I knew I didn't like you a little bit more today for there some you go. reason. We've got Western Ukraine, Moldova, and Eastern Romania. Get, as out, well of my, as get out of my fucking Lithuania, Latvia, Ukraine, Western Russia, and get the, the rest of the results. There. Matthew J Hoffman is eleven percent English. Hello, it's me. I'm Judy Dench. I am eleven percent more English. I am six percent. You don't worry that they're like collecting some sort of database for all you fucking idiots sending in your DNA voluntarily. Oh no, not voluntarily. Paying them to. That's what true. Yeah, what well, you... It was a special sale when I did it. So <laughs> I'm six percent Swedish. Yeah. And Yas. Yas. And Stop I the am. Car! So my new name is Mas Hoffman. I'm not going to be Matt anymore. I'm going to be Mas Hoffman, like the great Mas Mikkelsen. Yeah. And I am four percent Scottish. How was um was Druck good? Yeah, Mass Mikkelsen's new film, Another really Round, see also it. known as Druk. And you said it's a positive drinking message. Yes, the film says that more often than not, drinking's pretty fun and you can get away with it. Hell yeah. That's the message of the film. I've been at not work always, drunk before. Yeah. Usually. 
Um, you want to do a bit? You want to do one more call? I we just got, did a bit. Yeah, yeah, you do. Play it. Play the call. Um, Can you believe someone would say cut cut a call out of the show? Idiots. Idiots. That's not. That's in the show. You know who's not? You know who kind of used to be an idiot, but kind of smart now. Who? Well, he announces it in uh, voicemail. Oh. Oh, dude, it's me, Keanu Reeves. Happy birthday, Matt. Have a great day. That's the worst one. Can I just play the Admiral Akbar one again? Happy birthday, yeah. Matt. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe yeah. it's not. <laughs> that Keanu one. This guy just did them all in a row. So That's what Keanu Reeves sounds like? I told him to do it in one take, too. So he was doing these like back-to-back, like one take. So you have an take. audio clip where it's all in one? Yeah, and you just hear him go... <sighs> I should have brought that clip. Uh, right? You should have made it. You should have put all the little sounds from before and after together ah! in one audio clip, and then auto-tuned it to be a song. That's serial killer shit, dude. Oh, come on. Um, do you want to do a bit? Uh, yeah, I love bits. Okay, we got. We got oh, he has a magic bag. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I wrote Christ. some. We wrote some jokes. Uh, we can read some jokes right okay, now. Okay, you're gonna do a type, you're gonna do a type fifteen. A little walk and talk. Oh, I'm being handed a card. This is very good for the radio show, or the podcast. Let's read it out loud. <clears throat> Let me have a drink first. Clear my throat. Wait, I have like fucking 14 of these, dude. Okay. Remember when TikTok meant someone was going to die? <laughs> yeah, right? Remember it was bombs and stuff? We're going TikTok and now it's like children with apps? You have 11 minutes. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. Um, TikTok used to be a scary word. Die Hard 3, Simon says he has like all the bombs around the city and stuff. Every time they find a bomb, you know, it's like, oh, we got to fucking defuse it. They never defuse it with like four minutes left, you know. Jack Bauer. Um, that was good. Hand me another. Make it snappy. I'm being handed another card. <clears throat> Completely different pen. Uh, humans wiped out two thirds of the world's wildlife in 50 years. We almost got the bastards. Yeah. Do we, do we really? Do 50 we re- years? Yeah. Do we oh, really need more sucks. animals? Could you imagine there were more pests and shit outside, like distracting you every day? More raccoons, like getting into your garbage and stuff. Like, we don't need two thirds of these animals we wiped out, I'm pretty sure. I think if we each had one more extra raccoon in our life and you spread that out across the world, that would be nice. This sounds like a made up number. Two thirds. Can you even name me animals that are extinct? Like, how. Name me five. I can give you two. I can give you two words that answer why this happened. What? Joe Biden. Yeah, I got. I got some Joe Biden. <laughs> just ones kidding. Here. Just kidding. Love Joby. The forest fires have been devastating the coast for several days, killing several. On an unrelated note, s'mores ingredients are sold out everywhere. Uh, uh. Huh? Question: Can you make s'mores on a propane or electric fire? Oh yeah, they do it on uh, King of the Hill all the time as like a joke. Okay. Yes, you can. New card. Scientists claim that oral sex can lead to throat cancer. This may shed some light on why Matt Hoffman prefers to lick men's assholes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Call me Michael Douglas. How does oral sex lead to throat cancer? That's my Michael question. Michael Douglas, the actor, got throat cancer, and he said Whoa. it was because of how often he went down on Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> This is a Fuck news story. Here, Michael Douglas, old man Michael Douglas, <laughs> went down on Catherine Zeta-Jones so often Catherine that it gave Zeta him cancer Jones. and all that jazz, baby. Is this is for real? This or is you a news story really? on many outlets. Why don't we should do a podcast just about that story and just like tell it in like ninety minutes? We should do like one of those like podcasts where we do ten episodes and it's all about that story. <laughs> we do the full uncover the full thing. Uh, a crowd of people stormed a Target protesting the use of masks. Did you see that video? 
No, that's sad. There's about like nine people walking through Target. Oh, all I did t- see that. Take off your masks. Take off your masks. Take the, off their masks. The funny thing is, before COVID, I was wearing a mask at Target. <laughs> uh, Give me one. There you go. There's six feet between us. That's why. Ex-Tennessee trooper Harvey Briggs denied ripping off a protester's mask. He claims N94s are the real thing. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, they're ripping people's face masks off at these protests, apparently, the police. I face, man. Uh, I should got like a little, a little, a little, a little drum thing after. <laughs> Trump has asked that both him and Biden submit drug tests prior to the debate. It seems they figured out Biden's plan. Drug him with Viagra so everyone is looking at his throbbing cock while he bumbles like a fucking moron. <laughs> What's so, so much anti-Biden rhetoric in these cars? There's some, there's some anti-Trump ones. Okay, okay. You know he actually wants to drug test him before the debates because he thinks he's going to give him like an upper or something like that. But I guarantee you that like Trump's on like just as many like benzos and shit. Yeah, I remember that great episode of Mad Men when they all got they all got shots or something and they were running around the office. Why can't Joe Biden have one of those? Yeah, you get one of those um, IV drips or something. Sure, right on stage. People say they have a wop wet ass pussy i also have a wop wrinkly ass penis yeah sure there you go um living in the united states i hate when people say we are the stupidest country europe is a much dumber country uncle ben's rice has renamed has rebranded itself (laughs) as ben's original they've given they've given themselves a new name and removed uncle ben's picture from the box this is the only time saying uncle won't make them stop (laughs) That's great. Did you write that? That's so funny. That's great. That's like Jerry Seinfeld humor. Yeah, you know, it's it's all hard to do. That's it's the funny a, thing. It's like it's kosher, but it's also like relevant. That's nice. Wow. Let's read some. Uh, let's read some advice. Sure. I guess we'll go back to the format after that. For four years, my family's been great friends with the family next door. Their kids are the same age as ours. I became close with the mother. Our husbands even work together. But during quarantine, my friend started sharing conspiracy theories about the trafficking of children. She believes Pizzagate is real and that Hollywood celebrities sacrifice children to drink their blood. I've tried to explain the alt-right origins of QN on falsehoods. Still, in every conversation, she says something like, I won't shop at Wayfair. They traffic children in size storage units. I've asked her nicely to stop talking about conspiracy theories with me, but she won't. How do we move on from this? Signed, friend. I saw that. That was New York Times. Yeah, those QN on people are yeah. insane. I only learned about them recently. I but don't really fully understand the whole shtick. So QN on is a thing run by a guy that runs 8chan, and basically, what's 8chan? It's just another chan board. It's just another place to just like. Is post it like 4chan, on. but even worse? No, there's like four channel. There's a whole bunch of chans. There's like Kotaku chan. Like there's a bunch of just House of Chan on Eglinton. <laughs> Dude, I ordered the best fucking Chinese food of my life two days ago. It was a Chinese Indian place. And you know it's good because all their dishes are offered dry or with gravy. And you know when they call it Mm. gravy that it's like the good shit, you know? I like that. Yeah. I also love House of Chan on Eglinton. (laughs) A Chinese restaurant where Jews go to eat lobster. Hmm. Are you sure it's open? I feel like a lot of those places shut down recently. I don't know. I think they're doing takeout. Hmm. If anyone's interested. Uh, so yeah, QAnon. It's basically like yes. Facebook groups where you join and it's like 
they post conspiracy theories and they'll do like drops of info. So it's kind of like Snowden, but it's all like just made up stuff. Okay. Yeah. Is this like Pizzagate? Yeah. Pizzagate, uh, CP, uh, cheese pizza, they call it. Like, do you remember those emails? What with is Ob- this, season six of The Wire? Do you remember those emails that they found of Obama where he's like, yeah, I'm bringing enough hot dogs to the party. I make sure we have 50 hot dogs. And people are like, what does that mean? You know, what is this terminology they're using in these emails? Huh. I don't want to live next to these people. I want yeah. to live next to like someone that like bakes a fucking pie and brings where, it over to where's me. Where's Ghislaine Maxwell? Is she in prison yet? She was supposed to go like to court a couple days ago, I thought. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Doing, we got to get on that. They're doing a Netflix documentary about that guy that like killed his wife and two kids and like put them in like an oil barrel drum in like the middle of fucking nowhere. And they had the guy's uh, officer like camera on the entire time that like he went to the house like interviewed the guy. The guy was like pretting he didn't know where his Is wife it, what's was. What's this gonna be like an HBO or a Netflix? It's a Netflix documentary, but I've Is already it on already. It's not on yet, but like all the footage of like the the officer's like camera is on like YouTube. So you can watch the whole documentary basically and like these speaking of less documentaries. The Vow. The Vow. I'm caught up. I'm on. A, I finished episode four. I think. Yeah. Is it four or five? Four. It I was a little pretty, slow. I think there's the a, first two or there's a fifth episode that I you know? gotta watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I didn't watch it. Right, right, right. Because I was going to watch it last weekend. I'll, I'll do a big it's binge the, this weekend. Highly recommend. It's the best. Fantastic. We Brilliant. should just do like a vow, you know. No, we, I like this We keep format. saying we're going to take the vow. We should join a self-help cult. Do you want to hear another call? Sure. I'd just like to say, have a great day. And whatever you're doing, make sure it's outside in your birthday suit. <laughs> uh... <laughs> What was that? First, I was like, oh, Ian McKellen. I was like, what? David I was like, Attenborough. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I was on the. He has a new Netflix trailer too. It's uh, it, but it's just like shitting on people. He's like, oh, this is everything you've done wrong with the planet. So I'm like, I, I can't wait. watch this. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't don't have conspiracy theory neighbors. Let me do another musing. I feel like I haven't done that in a hot second. Eh? Sure, muse away. Oh, dude, iPhones correcting your first word. Have you had that happen to you where like you try and type something like four times and it's like, no, no, you don't want to type what? You want to type it how? And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Why would it ever, ever correct the first word that you're Auto- typing? Autocorrect is the worst. It's good, but it's also the worst. Yeah, I can't live with it. I can't live without it. Autocorrect. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Um, do you have another one? I do. I have yeah. I have lots of e-gene. Yeah, is, uh, are there any like real spicy ones? I got I got ones with like people sleeping with siblings. I got um this one's a good one. This one's a quick one. Yeah, you take it. I lost my uh my tab. Oh my god. It's a long one. I'll do a shorter one. <laughs> this one's good. But speaking of, I went to the cinema for the first time during yeah, we're COVID. Seeing Tenet this week and you saw the nest with our uh, Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon. Isn't she one of the greatest actresses of all time? Well, who, who else is in that movie? The Jude Law. Jude Law. I always mix up Jude Law and Colin Firth for some reason. I don't know why. Colin Firth is a much better actor. Did you see the trailer for that Stanley Tucci movie where they play like gay lovers on a road trip together? Colin Firth and Tucci? Yeah. It was fucking amazing. Oh, I need that. I oh, need that. God. I live in an apartment block and live across from my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Let's call him Jerry. Jerry is a 40-year-old man who lives alone and works 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. He gave me a key a few years ago, back when he went on holidays. I still have the key. Six months ago, my shower broke during, uh, before a big work presentation. I sent him a text asking if I could use his bath, but he never got back to me. I assumed it was okay. It turned out he changed his number. 
I've never been comfortable uh, showering or bathing in other people's places. Showering, sure, but like bathing. Oh, you don't just use someone's bath. Anyway, I had a bath and I loved it. I don't have a bath in my flat, and it was some experience. I brought my own shower gel, shampoo, and rubber ducks, so I didn't use anything he had paid for. Since then, I've been using his bath when he's not around. It's the best part of the week, midday on Tuesday and Friday when I head in. So the man's taking baths in his neighbor's apartment that he gave his spare key to twice a week. I had an apartment with a bath once, and I... Is your apartment right now with a shower? Just like a stand-up shower? It's a bath shower kind of thing. Right, right, right. But uh, but uh, but I I had an apartment with a bath, and uh, a fr- I don't remember who it was, but a friend of mine asked if, if she could come over and t- take a bath. I remember telling me that, yeah. I don't know, because she d- didn't have a bath. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and we live near each other. I was like, oh, okay. And she one day she came over. And, and you're I, like, only if I can watch. N- shut the fuck. She came over. I gave her a towel. I, I She went into the bathroom. <laughs> I gave her a towel. And then, the, and then she me? bathed. She came out. She was dressed. And then she left. And she had a nice bath. And good for her. Can you tell me the... Uh... I should, so I so when I previously just said, you don't use other people's baths, I'm a fucking weirdo. I, won't, I don't want to use someone else's bath. Yeah. I can't speak for the general public. I also don't want anyone using my fucking toothbrush. But like, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Well, especially these days, but you know. Can you tell the story about... Um, Can you tell the story? <laughs> you're going to the island with the two girls? The beach? What's the story? <laughs> you're putting a lotion on that girl. is so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, well, no, I, I went on a couple <clears throat> dates with a woman, and actually went on four. Right, but, and it wasn't uh, going yeah, anywhere, it wasn't right? Couple, it wasn't going anywhere yeah. at, from, from the beginning. And then she sa- asked if we could be friends. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. But she was very serious about that and right. followed up multiple times. Well, you told her before that you always want to go to the beach in New York or something. Yes. Well, I, I, I'd i been dying for a beach because I wasn't going to go to Coney Island mm. during this COVID thing, subway, yeah. whatever. But but the idea of going to a beach would be fantastic. And yeah. people, I don't really know the whole ferry deal, but there are people that take ferries. Sounds complicated. Yeah, ferries yeah. to different parts you of New Jersey. Boat? Like, I don't trust that. Yeah, you just get on Who a boat. Who do you pay? Like, where do you pay? Is it's, there a tap? It's, M- it's MTA. It's like you pay with, you can pay with your, with your. With like a subway card or yeah, something? Okay. It's all the same. So, mm, that's not true. Maybe. That's not true. You have but to go get, to the website you and you get a ticket. Or? Yeah, you buy it on your phone. They scan it. Yeah. But anyways. QRs. And it goes, takes you to like places in New Jersey that are on the Atlantic Ocean and are like, you can actually go in the water. It's a real beach. It's not mm. the gross Hudson, whatever. Yeah. I saw videos of like people swimming in like the river in New York and people are like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. Apparently it's like, like it, really, it's really bad. disgusting. You don't. Like, beyond Seinfeld bad. Yeah. Like there are people who jet ski on it. I'm like, you're getting your feet wet. Like yeah, that's, that's gross water. There's like bodies in there. They say they're always so, like, yeah, there's bodies. So in she there. wanted to be friends and whatever. And you know, she would message me to hang out or do something, but all, it was always on the evening. There was yeah. never any notice. And that's not, you know, for well, me. she messaged you at one 30. You said, Oh, and then, yeah. So she messaged me in on a, like a Friday night at 6 PM. Like, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. If I don't remember if I had plans, but even if I didn't, I'm not that last minute kind of guy. Yeah. So, I said, oh, I can't do it, but maybe you want to do something on Sunday. And she mm-hmm. said, oh, Sunday, I'm going to the beach with my friend. And I said, oh, I would yeah, love. Bring a book. I would love to go to the wine. beach right now. Imagining yeah. sitting on the beach reading my yeah. book. Like, I couldn't think of a, of a more amazing escape from New York. Yeah. So then s- Saturday night, 1 a.m. on Sunday, I get a message. Oh, by the way, at 9, 9.30 yeah, a.m., we're, we're, taking this, we're taking this ferry yeah. to the, whatever. And I saw this message, like, right before I was about to go to bed. And I thought, I would, I, I'm just going to go to bed, whatever. Yeah. But I wake up, and it's, a you know, a little bit of time before the ferry was going to leave. And I said, oh, I don't think I would make And then I said, I realized, like, it would be really close. And I said, I don't think I'm going to make it. And she said, 
oh, well, you know, you could go to this other ferry stop yeah. and you have an extra 15 minutes. The ferry makes multiple stops yeah. along the city. Stops at 34th Street, then at Battery Park. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try as hard as I can. Yeah. Why not? Showered. You're running with your flip flops. I showered. <laughs> like I, I showered, you know, got my stuff, put, a stuff, put my stuff in a bag, towel, book, water, Ubered to the ferry stop and yeah. I made it with like five minutes to spare and then we went to the beach with someone I went on four dates with and I went with her and her friend in a well tell me what you said when you were putting the lotion on oh, it was a very there was funny a, there thing was a you special said. moment where there was a certain moment when her friend had was on the phone or something and then she asked me if I would put lotion on her back and I'm a regular yeah. human being yeah. and I said sure and then when I was doing it I just made this sort of joke the friend was off the phone and I just made this joke and I was just like you know Three weeks ago, we were on a date, and look at us now. <laughs> it's just like, it's just a dumb joke. And we're talking about people that, like, pretend to be, like, Woody Allen, but you are, like, effortlessly, like, Woody Allen. It's like, oh, the thing, three weeks ago, we yeah, were on a date. It was oh. a funny, funny line. Oh, man. I love it, dude. I fucking love it. Um, So, back to the story. The yes. <laughs> anyway, I had a bath and loved it, so he brings over stuff. Since then, he's been using the bath but twice yes, a week. our opinion, yeah, it's, okay, so. Then, everything went wrong. Oh. Jerry died. Oh no, this is like literally an episode of Seinfeld now. <laughs> Jerry, how am I going to use this bath? The body's still in the apartment. <laughs> You're telling me you took a bath and walked by the body? Well, I was going to I call needed him. one last bath, Jerry. I needed one last bath. The coroner dates the body at 12 hours, but you called in at 9 hours. <laughs> the hydro report shows... <laughs> Bathroom light was on. <laughs> Gallons of water. Um, then everything went wrong. Jerry died. Not knowing this, I went in for my oh, Tuesday bath. Just like okay, and was sitting there relaxing when his brother came in and was shocked to see me sitting naked on his toilet post shower. You do the toilet pre shower. Okay. Dude, there's nothing. What is she going back in the bath? Yeah, why are you sitting? Like when you have to pee, it's like, no, you can't pee in the bathtub, you know? Oh, God. Okay, so the brother walks in. This is a fantastic sitcom moment. It was the worst moment he could have arrived. He was so mad. I was humiliated beyond belief. I'm heartbroken at the loss of my neighbor and the lovely memories he gave me. Am I actually the asshole? Because I don't think so. This is uh, Am I the Asshole on Reddit. No, of course not. No. She didn't know he was dead. No, and he gave no, her permission no. to use the bath. Yeah. Like I said, the I, body I, wasn't in the apartment. I do like that he's like, I'm heartbroken at the loss of Jerry's bath. bath. <laughs> like, you never give a fuck about Jerry. So, Jerry's. the last tenant used to let me come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays and bathe. Is that all right with you? Yeah, he just comes over and like, I'm, I'm actually with the landlord and you have to let me bathe here on Tuesdays and Fridays. But I'm totally cool. I bring my own shower gel. Yeah. I sit on the toilet naked after I shower. I come in my flip-flops, you know. Hey, guys. <laughs> my little... It was like at summer camp. You used to have a little basket of all your ba of all your shower supplies. Caddy. And you walk to the shower. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and you wave at everybody when you're in your towel on the walk Holy back. shit, dude. Again, talking about manners. Just, <laughs> you don't go into your, your, your neighbor's apartment and use their bath. You know, because you never know when they're going to just the, the sheer moxie. This man must not look both ways when he crosses the street. Maybe it's an, like it's a the apartment sort of set up in a way you know it's built in a way that it's you know you live in a in a very nicely sized yeah. one room with a bathroom yeah but maybe you know it's around a corner or something and it's a little bit maybe there's a little privacy to it and why yeah. not 
Why yeah. can't you let like your neighbor my, use your bath? My bathroom is like right in front of my door too, babe. Like you can walk in the front door, go into the bathroom, take a bath, leave, right, you know. Right, but you can't see the bathroom door from anywhere exactly. in your apartment. Yeah, I could be asleep in my bed the whole time. I wouldn't fucking know. Exactly. So he's not the asshole. So I'm going to say as someone who wouldn't use anyone else's bath, mm-hmm. that I don't think she's the asshole. Let me just read some top comments real quick. You're the asshole. I sent him a text asking if I could use the bathroom, but he never got back to me. I assumed it was okay. What the hell? Why on earth would you assume it's okay? Even if he gave you a key, it's still weird as hell to use someone's shower without permission. It's also shocking to me that you left your ho- your shower broken for six months to do that. That's, that's, wait, 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 wait. I, I think I blanked out in that. Or, I yeah, thought she was just too. using it because she liked the bath. Well, he, they said six months ago, my shower. Why is, what does that mean? They're they're only bathing on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Well, I, I think they just only have like a, a standing shower and it broke six months ago. So for one time he was like, hey, can I use your shower? Didn't like the text went to a random number. He's like, ah, fuck it. Jerry's probably cool with it. Go take the shower. And then it turned into a routine. Into a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Into a routine. It's uh, it's the you never let them in. The George watching TV during sex and eating and stuff. It's like you'll never be unaccustomed to it. Uh, we got one more caller. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Hey, I'd just like to add to all of those comments. Happy birthday, Matt Hoffman. You're going to have a great day. It's going to be the best day ever. This is a Trumpster saying have a great one. Okay, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> did, he, did he ever call himself the was Trumpster? Was that Asian Pete from the Howard Stern show? <laughs> that was Admirable Akbar. Oh, <laughs> Here, let me play it one more time just so you can hear it. Happy birthday, Yeah, see, Matt. it's Admirable Akbar, it's right? Trump. Sounds just like no, him. Maybe it's not. Trump man calls himself the Trumpster. Well, I guess so. He's very good at making up names. That's one thing I'll give him. Oh yeah, love those names. Uh, I got little gonna, Marco. Little Marco. So good. Lion Ted. Great name. Um, let's do a couple more. Musings. Sleepy Joe. It's a great name. This is something that happened to me that I didn't tell you about the LCBO. So I'm going at the LCBO and I'm buying some alcohol, and I have my fossil messenger bag my leather messenger bag on and i'm talking to the woman and first of all she's sitting on her stool the entire purchase so i put like the beers on like the red x and she's like can you slide those a bit closer to me so like, i slide them mm-hmm. close and she's like i don't know why they put the red x there it's not close enough and i'm like i don't think you're supposed to be sitting while you're doing all this work you know so then wow we're, can't we're, take a seat with you we're doing the id thing and she says, oh, that's like a nice, uh, I like your bag. I'm like, oh, thank you. She's like, oh, it looks very European. I'm like, well, because I am European, you know? And then she says, oh, if only more men like you carried purses. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. And I said, well, no. It's a satchel. It's a messenger bag. Yeah, it's a satchel, you know? And she's like, oh, and you know what the worst thing is? Men are always forgetting their wallets in the car. So if they had like a purse to put it in, they wouldn't forget it all the time. I keep my wallet in my pocket. Thank you yeah. very much. And then I said, lady, it takes you guys just as long to find your wallet in a purse than it takes for the man to go to the car. You know, my mother is always losing things that are in her purse. <sighs> the worst. She, she leaves the house. comes like, and I left my phone. I left my phone. Like it's in her purse. Always. Yeah. So, yeah, don't call the freaking purse, dude. It's a messenger bag. Here's one. My husband of three years, Todd, told me that we should try to buy a house instead of continuing to rent. I told him that sounded wonderful. I have a lot of issues with him, so his behavior during this buying a house process should, unfortunately, not surprise me. But he has really crossed some big boundaries lately. This one's kind of crazy. 
He has found a house and has a realtor, but he will not take me to any of the meetings with the realtor, and he will not even take me to see the house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to blindfold you, and you're just going to show up one day, and you're going to live there. <laughs> Welcome to Mandalay, baby. <laughs> um, I feel he is being very unfair and hurtful to me. I am now feeling that maybe I should consider divorcing him if he's unable to treat me like I mattered during the process of buying our first home. Buying a home should be a journey that we do together. He is deliberately keeping me from being involved in this special process. It's like he's part of a big event and I'm being left on the sidelines. The house he selected is beautiful, but I feel like he's treating me very poorly. Should I walk away from this very hurtful situation? I've tried to express to him my feelings and concerns, but he doesn't seem to care. He actually already took his mother to see the house, but he has yet to take me and I'm his wife. This does not seem normal or appropriate in any way. Signed, housewife. I feel like in The Sopranos, what they would the just be fuck? like... Honey, we got a new house. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, oh, beautiful. Tony. Oh, oh, Tony. Well, it's the opposite. Carmelo builds a house in the fucking well, Sopranos. Well, she tries. Yeah. What a boring fucking subplot that was. It's not up to code. You didn't use the right wood. <laughs> Damn it. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> uh, all love to Carm. How could you marry someone that wouldn't even like, you, you can't like, like you didn't know that they were going to do this. Like I had my, I had my problems with him, but you know. He was ordering all my food for me. It's like, what? He doesn't let you see the fucking house that he's going to buy. What I assume is like both of your money. If it's his money, eh, maybe there's something there. You I think know, it, 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 it probably is his money. Yeah. What makes by you the say sounds that? of it. Because I wouldn't pay for a fucking house I haven't seen. Yeah. And I wouldn't. And you can't ask someone to pay for a fucking house they haven't seen. Well, maybe this person did, though. Like, honestly, maybe that's the, what it the is. reason why I think it would be his money is because he took his mother to see the house. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like the mother's opinion really hey, matters. Dude, maybe he's just decorating it really well. And he's going to surprise her. You know, he's not a dummy. He's not an idiot. He's not going to buy a stupid house. He's going to buy a nice house. And he's going to decorate it. And he's going to be like, yo, check it out. Miss our home now. Don't you want to say like, wouldn't you want to say well, what do you want? A pool? trees no, uh, some rooms yeah yeah they're all the fucking same let me buy the house little just, boxes yeah exactly here just take this grand go go buy yourself some parada dude go go make yourself happy let let okay. let big daddy gorian take care of the house do you keep saying parada parada it's prada p-r-a-d-a prada first do not buy a house with this man since todd's behavior during the process is reflect reflective of how he's treated you for a while and since you've had a lot of issues with him prior to this process and since he doesn't care about your feelings and concerns that you've expressed to him, I'm going to say that, yes, you should probably walk away from this hurtful situation. Obviously, talk with an attorney. Be smart about protecting yourself financially. And if you have children, work carefully to prioritize them and create as harmonious a co-parenting relationship with your husband as possible. This sounds like, <laughs> again, uh, I don't know how I'd ever involve myself with like a roommate that was renting a place that I couldn't see, let alone like someone I've married, you know, it just, it, again, it just comes across as fake to me, just the absurdity of it, which is why I'm like poking fun at it so much. Cause like, mm-hmm. really you think someone can get married and they're like, I'm going to buy a house. You ain't seeing shit, you know, like what? Just you wait. Like in this day and age, would it be like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Like, fuck no. Like, you know, I'm going to fuck what I'm it. saying. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Buy the house. Like what? Surprise me. Uh, what else we got here? That's just like the film The Nest. You see, mm. Carrie Coon's character is she didn't scary? know about this house that Jude Law was going to buy. It, in a sense, yes. Yeah. She had no say, and the house didn't bring good energy to the folks in that film. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. 
my husband, our tween son, and I moved into a new house at the beginning of the year. We didn't meet our neighbors before the pandemic hit. We still haven't. After the horrible police shooting of Jacob Blake last week, our son made a beautiful Black Lives Matter poster and asked if he could display it on our lawn. We were proud to. A few Is this the New York Times? Like, I didn't think... the. This, okay, go ahead. A few days later, our neighbors seemed to respond with a Blue Lives Matter sign on their yeah, lawn. Right. It hurts our hearts when we see what? it. Were we wrong to put up our son's lawn sign? Can we talk to the neighbors about theirs? It's the sign Gestapo. They decide whose signs get to stay up and whose signs get to go down, eh? I don't know. I mean, I guess that does mean you're like living across the street from like a fucking lunatic. Yeah, but we've also like you've seen pictures of like houses. You know, two, two. Dude, American like, households are fucked, you've, dude. You've seen pictures where it's like one house is like 50 Trump signs yeah. and the other one's like 50 Clinton signs or something. Yeah. Like it's the same. The extremities of it. I mean, if you were to, if you were, if, if this person were to go to ask the neighbors to take their sign down, she would be starting a real uncomfortable yeah. situation. And that doesn't just go away when you live next to somebody. Exactly. Like, they're allowed to, like, put signs up in their lawn and stuff like that. And it's, you know, it's, that's fucking life, dude. Like. Yeah, you gotta know that there's gonna it's, be people like. To, I mean, you know, it does speak to the character of the neighbors that like yeah. th- this this family's son made a sign and like that's their <laughs> response to the like it's not to the family it's yeah. to the kid like it's obnoxious it really is like all you can do is like try and be better than this family and like not try and be like a competing thing you know like you can't let it get to you you're like okay fine like they give a fuck about cops you give a fuck about these people you know like don't escalate it I'd say. Because I think at that point, that's what they want. Like, they want a reaction yeah, out of you. Want neighbor that's dr- all you, they fucking want. You neighbor drama, then make neighbor like, drama. Driving in the States, though, it's like those big, like, even before Trump and stuff, it's like the amount of, like, American flags that people had in their lawns, like, the amount of flagpoles I'd see. Very patriotic. Very patriotic. When we went to the beach in New Jersey, there was a lot of very patriotic. And they have this new, like, blue version of the American flag that's for the Americans that love the police. Yeah, the, with the blue stripe in the middle. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, no, it's uh, just like a bunch of... It looks like a... It looks like the flag, when, but if you went on your TV and hit that button that inverts all the colors and really? makes everything... Yeah, it's huh. really weird looking. It's like black and blue or mm. something, but, uh, you know. I think both America's flag and our flag suck because you can't draw it by hand. Who the fuck can draw 50 stars and who the fuck can draw maple leaf by hand? What a stupid idea to put a maple leaf on the fucking flag. Give us block colors, dude. Three colors. I don't want to like, make on the flag. I want the Tim Hortons <laughs> roll up the rim to win on the middle of the flag. Winner, you gang that y'all. The, you know? That was it, winner, gang y'all. That was the Canadian flag. <laughs> I want that. Let's get a motion going. Yeah, they like, are. Like, try and, like... Yes, they are. Don't try and upset them. You know, just try and keep it fucking neutral. <laughs> Honey, don't upset the Americans. <laughs> don't upset the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> oh look at them over there oh what it's like an exhibit it's like oh they put up a sign oh look at those Americans they're sitting in their lawn chairs <laughs> drinking a beer wow look at, look at that super sure <laughs> the, uh, the pity of Blue Lives Matter as I've seen the slogan deployed is that it springs from a zealous denial that Black Lives Matter even that parroting name makes it seem like a childish schoolyard taunt but aren't yeah. our hearts and minds big enough to acknowledge that many black people suffer terrible injustice in this country because of their race off in the hands of police and simultaneously that law enforcement plays an important role in society. It's not either slash or proposition. Your son did well by channeling his distress at police violence into a productive project and you were right to support him. But your neighbors are entitled to their opinions too. however much your they hurt your heart. That's how free speech works. Now we get the awkwardness of dueling lawn signs among next door neighbors. So go over and introduce yourselves masked and distant. Be friendly and leave the signs out of it. If a neighborly friendship develops, you may find a time to discuss that with them later. 
This is the last one. Okay. Wrap me up. Dear Abby, I am recently divorced after a 19-year marriage, and to my shock, I already found myself in love with another man. <laughs> you need to have a drink there. I didn't come out of the last marriage looking for anyone, nor did I think I'd ever marry again, but this man wants to marry me, and I'm seriously considering it. We bonded when he contacted me to offer support when he heard about my divorce, and it was love at second sight. Mm, I love that. It's love second sight. Why second? Because the first time you go, hmm, the second time you go, hmm, it could work. Because we grew up together, literally next door, and he's my first cousin. Oh, no. <laughs> Despite the societal taboo, no, it is legal in my state for first cousins to marry. I'm sure it is. I like that it's like in some states it is, some states it's not. <laughs> and genetic issues with offspring aren't a concern. Why not? <laughs> Let's take a chance. I feel real good about this one. Yeah, um, we're both sterile. We're up for a challenge. Oh, never mind. Thank God. We're both sterile and have no ability or desire for more children. My siblings suspect and aren't pleased with the situation. His parents know and are happy for us. Am I crazy to think I'm in love again this quickly? It doesn't feel too fast because we've always known each other and been close. It's just that the form of love has changed. How do we break it to the rest of the family? The world? <laughs> People can be so judgmental, even though in many parts of the world, it is perfectly normal to marry your cousin. <laughs> Look, you want to marry your cousin? Like, marry Maybe your three cousin. three fucking like, places yeah. in the world. Oh, signed, secret love in the South. Well, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> well, South, all right. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I don't know what to say. Crazy. Don't support, but uh, go ahead. Who would you rather live next to? The Blue Lives Matter people or... I would have 100% rather live next to the cousin fuckers. Anytime you brought something, you'd be like, you know what happens over there? No, 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 no. Cousin fuckers. No, no, no. You don't want to live next to cousin fuckers because you're going to bring your cousins over one day. And they're going to be like, oh, how do you know each other? Oh, well, we're cousins. And then your cousin's going to look at each other and go, that's allowed? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen. I'd rather live next to the cousin fuckers. It would be like, you know, zany. You try and like introduce like hot women to him. He's like, nope, still love my cousin. <laughs> Doesn't look enough like me. <laughs> We're sterile. <laughs> Doesn't look enough like me. I'm sterile. <laughs> Hi, my name is Frank. I'm sterile. <laughs> Dear secret love. Dear secret love. You are not crazy, but you may be in an altered mental state. What a polite way of saying it. Altered states. You know. Altered mental state. As many recently divorced people have found themselves, they describe it as kind of a high. If you are wise, and I hope you are, you will slow this romance down and allow enough time for your family to become accustomed to the changed circumstances of your relationship with your cousin. The world isn't going to care about this the way your family does, so don't concern yourself with explaining anything to the general public. How often have you asked couples to explain if they're related in addition to a marriage? Not many, I'll bet. Well, from now on, you better fucking start asking people. Hey, hey, are you cousins? You guys related? Just checking. It's America. There was know? this couple in my high school. They looked exactly the same. No way, they really? They were both very tall and Russian and blonde. They looked exactly the same. Ooh, that's hot. They were both the two tallest kids in the grade. You think Ivanka's hot? Yes. His daughter's just like, whew, fuego. The blonde one. Whichever one's at the RNC that one night. 
Ivanka. Is that the daughter? I thought that was his wife's name. No, Melania is the wife. Oh and Ivana's, Ivanka's, mother, Ivanka's mother is Ivana. That's where the confusion comes in. <laughs> They're all hot. Um, my advice is to let this new relationship evolve more slowly. If you do, the outcome may be more positive than if you hurtle to the altar. I don't like the cousin fuckers. <laughs> don't. We wouldn't want to live next to them, but we wouldn't want to live without them, you know? Yeah. Well, that's bad advice that's for you. That's bad advice. Not episode number 74. 74. You, you, you gotta what? get to 100. You gotta yeah. get to 100. Yeah. Like, I'll be doing this for, you know, the end of time, so I'll try and crank Welcome out a bad few advice more. number 662. Where can they find us? They can find us at badvicepodcast.com, I hope. I don't know if that domain still works, but you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, anywhere you find podcasts. Where can you find Hoffman? Oh, Screen Rant? Check out that thing I do, I guess. What about you? Um, You can find me... <sighs> don't. And that's it. Alright, thanks for uh, listening. We'll catch you next time. Oh! Men gon' lie, women gon' lie You're looking for the truth and the numbers don't hide oh, Looking for the root of all the problems you need to go Open up the briefcase, see what you ask Everybody claim to be great at small times When they never spend a day in the rain in the front line No lie, no lie Stop playing on my phone line Shoot, lock and low Pull up in the space group With the roof, I should know Wonder why they follow suit I've been groomed from the womb That was a good one Yeah That was a good one